Hello, 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 and welcome to my podcast, That Show Fuck Me Up. It is I, the beautiful, the talented, the funny, your host, Mariel Vizcarra. Cue in the applause. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Mr. President. I mean, that show fucked me up. Happy birthday to you. What is up, fucked up fam? I hope you enjoyed my little happy birthday moment right now before this. Uh, I was channeling my inner Marilyn Monroe, uh, my inner Lana Del Rey moment. You know, you know, you know me, you know me. Uh, I might not be making any fucking sense. One, because I'm drunk. Two, because I'm drunk. (laughs) I have like a like an agenda is it an agenda an outline i have an outline for today's episode and the first like bullet point is get drunk and bitch i did that i got out of work at 4 30 once the clock hit 4 30 i started drinking some wine on an empty stomach because i only had eaten breakfast like around 10 so 4 30 that's a big gap a big gap of time with no food in between I drank some wine, had some dinner, and then continued drinking some wine. I am almost done with the bottle. I think there's just, like, one glass left. And I'm I'm feeling it, fucked up, fam. I'm feeling it. But, you know, the things you do for love, the things that you do for your listeners when you have a podcast, I promised you a drunk pot. I promised you a drunk podcast, and a drunk podcast is what you're going to get because i love you and because we're celebrating our one year anniversary yay happy birthday that show fuck me up uh meaning happy birthday to myself and my uh skills my podcasting skills uh we have a well i don't know if it'll be long i have like a pretty long agenda agenda outline whatever and i don't know how long this episode will be but i feel like it's gonna be a lot of fun hopefully hopefully it'll be a lot of fun honestly i hope y'all enjoy it i hope that when you listen to this episode you might want to get a little drunk yourself i don't know maybe i'm encouraging some bad behavior um am i a bad role model Maybe, maybe, but I am a fun role model. So who cares if I'm bad if y'all are having fun? Am I right, fucked up fam? Hell, yeah, it's my birthday. No, I can't sing a Drake song because then I'm going to get copyrighted. I'm so sorry, Mr. Mr. Aubrey, Mr. Aubrey Graham, Graham. <laughs> Mr. Aubrey, I am so sorry. Uh, Young Money esque. Mr. Young Money. <laughs> I can't. How am I going to get through this episode when I am drunk? Okay, let me drink. Let me drink some more wine. Give me one quick second. Okay. Holy shit. All right. 
Uh, the first thing that I have on the agenda for today, yes, I decided to go with agenda instead of outline. Statistics! In one year, this whole past year, uh, the first episode dropped August 12, 2021, and I'm dropping this anniversary episode August 12, 2020, you, 2020, you, <laughs> 2020, you, so exactly one fucking year. In one year, I have dropped 48 episodes, and that includes like full seasons plus bonus episodes. I have, at the moment when I took my notes, $8.58 in earnings since I started adding ads to my episodes. So ever since uh, episode two of season two, because if y'all remember, I was like, oh my God, I am so nice. I'm not going to add ads to my first season so y'all can enjoy it. But then I was like, why did I do that? <laughs> I could have at least maybe like $15 by now, but my dumbass chose not to add ads uh, to the first season. But whatever. It's okay. It's fine. I mean, look, at the end of the day, I do this podcast for fun because, you know, it's not bringing in any fucking money. It is. I am wasting a lot of time working on this podcast, but is it time wasted if you're having fun? Yes, but no at the same time because it's a, it's rewarding at the end. So it, time wasn't wasted or was it? I don't know. <laughs> so $8.58 in earnings, a total of 1,522 plays this year and an average of about 24 listeners. Listeners, uh, my 24 strong listeners that have been here since the beginning i fucking love you y'all are the best y'all are y'all are true homies everyone else can suck my dick just ki just kidding i'm it's it's the alcohol i it's the fucking alcohol i apologize but at the same time i don't because if i can't remember tomorrow then it didn't happen, you know, like that song, Si No Me Acuerdo No Paso. Who sang that? Was it Gloria Trevi? I think it was Gloria Trevi. Let me look it up. Si No Me Acuerdo. No, wait, no. It says not, no, Talia. Gloria Trevi, dude, I'm fucking dumb. <laughs> it was Talia, Nati Natasha. Natasha. <laughs> Nati Natasha. So, but yeah, I, I'm, I still stand by that. If I don't remember tomorrow, then it didn't fucking happen. But I will remember. It's wine. It's wine. And just so y'all are aware, I'm drinking that same wine that me and Melissa, the host of the Chatty Fox Pod, reviewed when I was a guest on her episode. And it's the Highway 5 Cabernet Sauvignon California 2020 Wine look dude i got this at fucking aldi and you know me i love aldi there is 13 percent alcohol um in this bottle i don't know if that's a lot but i'm almost done with the bottle and you already know i'm feeling some type of fucking way and it's dangerous it is dangerous for me to be feeling this way a single woman living alone, feeling this type of way after drinking a whole bottle of wine is very dangerous territory. Who the fuck let me drink this wine? <laughs> it's fine. It's. I promise I will stay away from the apps tonight. The apps, what? I can't promise that. Never mind. 
I promise. I can't promise anything. I'm so sorry. <laughs> and before I recorded this episode, I told my mom that it was my, like, I was going to drop my anniversary episode soon. And she's like, oh, my God, let me know once you do. So I want to listen to it. Mom, I'm so sorry. I am so sorry you have to listen to this. <laughs> this is going to be an, a mess. It's going to be a fucking mess. But it's, you know, I'm a fun mess. Hell yeah, I am. So we're going to have fucking fun. Okay, moving on to statistics. We're, well, I mean, not moving on. Still on statistics. The episode that has the most listens out of all of them, of course, is the first episode that I ever dropped. Steven Sees a Ghost with 168 listens or plays, whatever. The episodes with the least popularity is Season 2, Episode 6, Sore Must Be the Storm, which is from Mayor of Easttown. And I don't know why that is the least popular. I think it had like 16 listens. Y'all are fake. Y'all are fucking fake. Go back and listen to that episode. Uh, because all the other episodes in that season have more than this one. So I'm just like, I'm confused. Why would you have why would you listen to episode six? Why I mean, why would you not listen to episode six and then skip to episode seven? It doesn't make sense. And Mayor of East Town does not get the deserve that it uh, does not get the respect that it deserves. Take a fucking shot. Again, you are probably drinking too if you're listening to this right now. Or maybe you're listening to it, listening to it at work. That might be the case. Um, But yeah. So I'll give you like kind of my idea for this episode. I asked my followers on Instagram, like, what do you think I should do for the wrap-up episode? And someone was like, get drunk and just do like an, I'm not a wrap-up episode. Holy shit, I'm so sorry. What do you think I should do for the one-year anniversary of that show, Fuck Me Up? And someone was like, get drunk and do an episode. And then the cinema fools were like, ooh, you should get drunk and review your first episode. So I've got something better. I got drunk and I'm going to review every like every first episode of each season so i'm gonna review an episode from season one season two season three season four season five the first episode of each season i'm gonna review today and we are gonna have little audio clips of what i thought was the funnier parts and i mean the audio clip the audio clip quality is not gonna be great because i literally recorded it like i held my phone to the mic because I'm stupid. Well, no, I feel like I could have gotten better audio quality, but I was just too lazy to actually go back and cut up the clips from like the audios that I already had. And I feel like I'm slurring my words so bad. Holy shit, I'm slurring my words so fucking bad. Uh, it's fine. It's fine. We're going to get through this because either way, I still need to record this episode. So right now it's 6.17 p.m. It's the Wednesday before I release this episode on Friday, August 12th. Uh, yeah, it's 6 p.m., not even 6.30, and I'm wasted. And I'll probably finish the bottle by the time I'm done recording this. So, you know, just the usual. But without further ado, but um, and you'll know why this is a joke later on. <laughs> uh, let's get started with the um, you know, the clips that I have from season one, episode one, where I covered Steven sees a ghost on the haunting of Hill House. 
But yeah, honestly, at this point, Mike Flanagan owes me a check because I've been recommending The Haunting of Hill House ever since the first time I saw it to everyone I freaking meet and everyone. Like, I've become that annoying girl that everyone dreads that's always recommending her favorite fucking shows. And it's me. I embrace it at this point. But yeah, Mike Flanagan, I accept uh, Venmo, PayPal, Cell. If you want to cut me a quick check, you know, I got student loans I got to pay, uh, some credit card debt, uh, car payments. You know, that would be great. I, I would appreciate it. Thank you very much in advance, of course. Honestly, honestly, I'm still waiting for Mike Flanagan's check. Mr. Flanagan, Mr. Flanagan, I'm still rooting for you. Like, literally, I only talk about you in my podcast, sir. Sir? Sir, where is my fucking check? Where is my fucking money? Give me my fucking money. know the fucking vine i'm referencing yes i'm old i'm referencing vines give me my fucking money dun dun (laughs) uh honestly i'm still look i'm still that bitch i'm still recommending haunting of not only haunting of hill house i'm recommending haunting of bly manor which we still haven't covered in the podcast but we will be covering very very soon i don't know when i don't know when i don't want to promise anything i don't make promises but very very soon i feel like maybe i've been holding off on haunting of bly manor because the ending really fucked me up like i like depressed yeah, maybe it was that. Uh, but yeah, I'm holding off on Hunting of Bly Manor, but I am recommending it to everyone I know. So Hunting of Hill House, Hunting of Bly Manor. I mean, Midnight Mass. I don't have to say much. You already know how I feel about Midnight Mass. If you haven't watched it, why the fuck do you hate yourself? Uh, go watch it right now. Yes, a thousand percent. And Mr. Flanagan himself is coming out with The House of Usher which is Edgar Allan Poe shit. So that should be fun soon. Look, Sir Mr. Flanagan. M- Mr. Flanagan and Mrs. Siegel. Miss Siegel? Okay, so like when you when you get married and you keep your last name, are you a Mrs. or are you a Miss still? Because I feel like you're a Mrs. only when you take your husband's name, right? Or like how does that work? societal norms are so fucking crazy because if i ever get married like i don't know if anyone cares i don't know if anyone fucking cares but i'm still gonna talk about it because it's my podcast look if i ever get married i'm keeping my last name i don't give a fuck look (laughs) i love my last name it's my identity it's who i am i am mariel fucking viscara who the fuck are you if you don't get that reference, that's from Skins. And I also want to cover Skins in this episode, but besides the point, irrelevant. I'm keeping my last name, dude. Look, I work too hard. All of my degrees, all of my degrees, my high school and college degree. <laughs> my degrees say Mariel Vizcarra. It doesn't say Mariel, last name of the person she chose to marry. Hell no. Call me modern. Call me whatever the fuck you want to call me. Non-traditional. I don't care. I'm keeping my last name. And if my husband doesn't agree, don't marry me. Don't fucking marry me. I'm putting my foot down. Yeah. 
Yeah, and that's all I have to say on that matter. I don't know why I went off on that tangent. What? Why did I snort? Why did I fucking snort? <laughs> I can't. Also, one thing that I noticed about season one, I was trying really, really hard to sound professional. So if if I snorted in season like season one or episode one, I cut that shit out. I was like, hell no, this is a professional fucking podcast. Like I went back and I listened to all of the episode one of season one and I was like, who is that? Who the fuck is that? I did not recognize myself. I don't know what the fuck I was trying to do. I don't know if I was mim- mimicking like one of the podcasts that I listened to, but it didn't sound like me. Like, you know, it didn't sound like the person that I am right now in this very episode. But, you know, I adjusted. Y'all like me. I mean, I don't know if y'all like me better this way because of. Okay. So, obviously, the first episode has a lot of listens because it was the first episode. It's obvious right um and then people are like that's not my vibe and i totally understand that if this podcast is not your vibe there are a thousand other podcasts that might be and i'm not everyone's cup of tea i am not i am not okay try to convince me that i am look i know my worth i know the type of person i am i know the content that i bring and it's amazing it is. I don't know why I'm whispering, but my the content that I bring to the table is one of a fucking kind. But at the end of the day, it not might it might not be anyone's like preference. And that is okay. That is totally okay, but you're fucking missing out. Yes, you are. <laughs> Besides the point, irrelevant. One thing that I noticed when I was like preparing for this episode, I had so many short clips in the first episode, like literally like seconds, like maybe like 15 seconds and then I stop and then another 15 seconds and then I stop. I think it's because I was worried about my pronunciation. <laughs> and now I'm not worried about that. I am not worried about that one tiny fucking bit. I, I know two languages. I know two languages, maybe like a fourth of a third French. I know the bare minimum. But still, sometimes I'm going to mispronounce shit. And that's okay. I'm comfortable with my accent. I'm com- I'm comfortable with sometimes mispronouncing shit. And I don't think I was ready for that when I first started the, the podcast. But now, I-, I think now I'm way too fucking comfortable. <laughs> yes, I am. Uh... But let me, let's go listen to another one of the clips that I have for episode one of season one. Just kidding. Or am I? Okay, but before further ado, is that how you say it? Uh, it doesn't matter. Uh, however the fuck you say it. English is not my first language and uh, my pronunciation of shit might not be great. So please bear with me. Uh, the last time someone corrected me on my pronunciation of a word, I cried. So if y'all have any suggestions or comments, please be gentle. I'm literally hanging on by a thread. In this whole year, I finally know how to say without further ado. And I sound fucking professional. Fuck anyone that thinks otherwise. However, I didn't want to tell the story of why I cried that one time. Uh, Someone corrected me on my pronunciation. And I think I've talked about it before, but I feel like it warrants me to talk about it again because it was so fucking traumatizing. 
So at work, I give trainings, right? And they're done through Zoom. Um, and the system, the financial system that me and my company use is called Concur. However, as someone that's, you know, English is my second language, as I just mentioned in the clip that you heard, as someone that had issues with pronunciation growing up, I had to take a fucking class, you know, after school when I was like, what, in first grade? Uh, like, I would literally go to my teacher's house after school so she could help me with my fucking pronunciation. And now I curse all the time. So I don't know if it helped. <laughs> They're not related. Those two things are not related. I'm just trying to make them seem related. So there I was giving this training for uh, the clients that I have. And then I get a private message. You know, in Zoom, you can send private messages. I got a private message from a client that I had had an altercation with before. She like called me out for misspelled, like mispronouncing her name. And I'm like, ma'am, I thought your name was pronounced some other way. I'm sorry I pronounced it incorrectly. My name, my name, Mariel, gets mispronounced every single fucking day of my life because white people can't roll their R's. And it's okay, you know, you can't roll your R's. I can't pronounce it. It's fine whatever i just i'm okay with it at this point i'm okay with it some people might not know how to pronounce my name and it's fine this woman got super defensive when i mispronounced her name whatever besides the point that was another day i apologize i pronounced her name correctly because the enunciation was wrong so she wanted me to enunciate like this syllable but uh like i was enunciating another syllable whatever it's fine it's fine it's fine that same client messages me right after i'm finished doing my presentation and she sends me a link what does she send me a link to let me tell you let me fucking tell you it's a youtube link i am confused because i'm finished doing my part of the presentation that i'm doing to give to my clients on how to use their financial system called concur and i click on it you know what this bitch sent me do you know what this bitch fucking sent me she sent me a youtube video on how to pronounce pronounce concur right now i'm pronouncing it correctly because i was traumatized i was forced to learn how to pronounce concur correctly but before that i would say concur concur because you know my tongue you know my tongue wouldn't help me and it was fine like people would be like you know my coworkers would be like ha 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 you can't pronounce skincare and it was fine but with when it's an external person and they're like making literally putting you on the spot because you can't pronounce something and i'm like ma'am ma'am what like i literally looked at the youtube video i tried to hold it together i turned off my video and i started bawling my eyes out literally bawling my eyes out and i Like, it became a whole deal. My supervisor, like, I told my supervisor, my supervisor was like, I'm going to talk to her supervisor, whatever. At the end of the day, it's just like, don't be an asshole, dude. Don't be a fucking asshole because you never know what people are going through. And then my mom gave me another point of view. She's like, maybe she was just trying to help. And I'm like, mm, you know, I try to think of it from her perspective. And I'm like, maybe, but she didn't have to be a fucking cunt about it. You know, like she could have just been like, oh, I see that you're struggling with your pronunciation of this word. I relate to that or something. Here's a video on how to do it. And I would have been, dude, like, that's so nice. Thank you. This is definitely going to help. But no, she had, she didn't send anything else but that 
fucking link and now i'm triggered for life it's called trauma deal with it <laughs> and i think i have one more clip from episode one of season one so let's get to it also just the fact that steven was so confidently I, I feel like it was a brag like he was kind of bragging to irene like oh i've never seen a ghost like i'm just that good of a writer and then the ghost that he does ends up seeing is that one of his sister like he's so fucking shook that he like falls down to the floor but i mean yeah that seems pretty scary scary it's pretty scary uh <laughs> It's pretty scary. Ah. <laughs> Take a shot. Ah. <laughs> if you know me, you know I'm going to mispronounce it. And I just talked about it. It's who I am. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, sweetie, that I can't pronounce things correctly. English is my second language. How many languages do you know? Oh, oh, you just know English? Mm, embarrassing. Yeah, I'm going to keep on mispronouncing shit. It's who I am. It's fine. It's part of this podcast. Like, you listen to it so you so you can hear me mispronounce shit. And then you have an excuse to fucking drink. Am I right, fucked up fam? Yes, I am right. I don't need y'all to respond. But, yeah. Uh, I It's who I am. And I'm not going to apologize for that. I love you and you love me and we love each other. Despite of our uh, faults. And my one of my faults is mispronouncing shit because, I don't know, I does does your tongue help with pronunciation? I don't know. I don't know anything about anatomy. I don't, I, yeah, I don't know anything about anatomy and biology. I'm literally so dumb. I am like a smart, dumb person where I'm smart in a lot of subjects, but I'm really stupid in other subjects. So it's like, what, what does that make me? I am so worried. I'm concerned. I am shooketh to my very coreth, but it is what it is. It is what it is. So let's move on and hear some clips from season two, episode one. Hell yeah. Ow, this mic is actually pro. My God, thank you to Lizzie and my mom for getting me this gift for my birthday. They're always, you know, they always got my back. They they know I'm weird as fuck and I have weird taste. And, you know, I, you know, when they were like, I was like, I'm going to do a podcast. My sister, my sister's reaction was like, of course you are, because she swears that I only listen to podcasts and I don't listen to music anymore, which is true. I don't have time to listen to music because I need to get caught up with all my podcasts. Shout out to my family, yo. Shout out to my family for, you know, just always having my back with everything I do. I'm still that weird bitch. I am still very unique. I do whatever the fuck I want. And they got my back. They might not always agree with me. And that is okay. Look, I'm clapping. One thing you gotta understand is that you don't always have to agree with the people that you love. Like, yes, it's great when you do agree with everything and it's just like fucking harmony. But, but it is okay to have your own thoughts and feelings and not, you know, want to have all of them mimic or like be the same as the people that you love. However, however, on that point... I listen to music now uh, a little bit more when I'm feeling on it. It depends on the occasion. So let's say 
I am going out to the bar, right? And I'm driving. Even though I shouldn't drink and drive. No drinking and driving. It's only when I know I'm not going to drink. I'm going out to the bar. To get myself hype up, I'm going to listen to music. Like, it, it, it is what it is. I don't listen. To, I don't really listen to new music. I listen to, like, what I used to listen before I was, you know, taken over by podcasts. <laughs> But I do try to listen to listen. I do try to listen to music more. That is because I have told you that I think that I have very obsessive tendencies. Yes, tendencies is the correct word. I have very obsessive tendencies. So if I stop listening to music and I only listen to podcasts, that's an obsession, right? And I learn to recognize it after the fact. So I need to balance my life out a little bit more. Yes, I love listening to podcasts, but I also need to incorporate some music in my life. Or if I like recent, like when the pandemic started, I only wanted to do yoga, right? Or I only wanted to do one type of exercise. Now I try to mix it up a little bit. Like maybe one day I'll do yoga. One day I'll go for a fucking walk. Or now that I'm in a basketball league, maybe I'll go play basketball one day out of the week. And the rest of the week, I either walk or do like an exercise at home or I do yoga. I am actively, actively trying to fight my obsessive tendencies it is very hard at times because you just want to fall back into that pattern because it is safe for you because you know that if you do it you'll be fine because you've done it before why am i getting emotional what the fuck this is this is supposed to be a happy episode it's a one year anniversary of the that show fuck me up episode episode the that show fuck me up podcast take a fucking shot holy shit but whatever actively trying to fight <laughs> the uh the obsessive tendencies i have but besides the point irrelevant and this i'm still using the mic that my family got me for uh after once i started season two where i was covering mayor of east town and honestly honestly fucked up fam turning it back around to something more jolly it is an underrated season I have some friends let me know that it's the season that they like the most. It is the show that fucked them up the most. If you haven't listened to the Mirror of East Town season, why do you hate yourself? What the fuck are you doing with your life? What are you so uh, like scared to confront that you don't want to listen to that season? Look, Mirror of East Town was a fe- fucking piece of art chef's motherfucking kiss it's an underrated season but i also feel like well no not and it's the season that i think got the last listens to y'all hate me or something like y'all want to talk about it i could pull up we could fight about it mayor of east town is fucking underrated get your shit together and listen to this season yes i'm yelling at you whoever's fucking listening to me right now maybe i'm not yelling Maybe I'm just talking very sternly, but (laughs) look, look, it is a good fucking season. Stop what you're doing right now and go listen to it if you haven't already. But updates, TV updates, important fucking updates. Um, Mike Flanagan is creating a TV show and it's going to kind of have like an Edgar Allan Poe, uh, you know, connection. Yes. Oh, my God. The homie Edgar Allan Poe, you know, just out here being sad as fuck, just, just writing. You know, I, I relate. Yeah. <laughs>
I relate to Edgar Allan Poe. I'm like listening to like the transition sound as I'm editing. Why the fuck did I choose that transition sound? I'm like too deep in. I am not gonna change it. Fucked up, fam. I'm so sorry. But honestly, honestly, Edgar Allan Poe. He was one sad motherfucker. Shout out to him. I'm not sad. I'm not. I'm not depressed like Edgar Allan Poe was. He was at a different fucking level. However, however. So I used to do this like um in April, like I believe it was 2018 and 2019. I did this uh, National Poetry Month challenge where I wrote a poem for every single day of April. And I recently looked back at those because I have them under like a Google, like a folder in my Google Drive. Bro, I was one sad bitch. <laughs> I was going through it when I wrote those poems and I, I'm looking back at it as a healthy mature adult and I and I read them like recently and I was like fuck dude I was sad like and no one would have ever known literally literally I'm the type of gal and I talked about it recently with uh Terry my friend I told Terry that I'm the type of gal that doesn't tell you when I'm going through it But I also don't tell you when I'm having like a like like good news. Like if I have good news to share, I'll still hide it. And I don't know why. Like I want to share that good news, but at the same time I'm scared to do it and I don't know why I'm scared to do it. Is that called mental illness and am I mentally ill? And me and Terry were talking about it cuz we're both um aqua moons. And I was like, is it because of our aqua moons? Because I asked Terry, like, do you also hide good news? Like, you hide bad news and you also hide good news? And they were like, yeah, dude. And I'm like, holy fucking shit. Like, I had a fucking, like, revelation right there. I had a fucking religious experience when Terry was like, yeah, I also hide good news. Or, like, not hide it, but, like, don't share it. Like you're not actively hiding it. Like if they find out, fine. But like you don't like call out someone and be like, "Hey, something good is happening in my life." So I have to like remind myself, like if something good is happening, you should share it with the people that you love because they care about you and they want you to succeed. Why are you like not? Why don't you just tell them this? So I recently called my friend, uh, my other friend, and I was like, "Hey, I got a promotion at work, and you know this." And then I, I told my mom like, "Hey, something really great happened," but it is a struggle every single day of being a Libra sun and Aqua moon and a Taurus rising. It is a struggle, fucked up, fam. Yes, I told you my big three because I want y'all to know me better. Again, Libra sun, Aqua moon, Taurus rising. If you know anything about me that I should know or that I should be like aware of, you should let me know. Like, what does being a tar- Taurus rising mean? I mean, I get all the tweets, but like. <laughs> If you want to tell me, tell me a secret. She wants to tell me a secret. Why am I whispering? I don't know. I'm drunk. And just an FYI, I finished the whole bottle of wine. So yeah, that's where we're at right now. Yeah, I think I have another clip for uh, season two, episode one. So let's let's get to it. Sounds like a good idea. And okay, I know I just said that we were gonna start, but before we do that, I just uh, found the 
BuzzFeed article, and it's like if you're not watching Mare of East Town yet, these are eighteen reasons. These eighteen reasons will get you on board, on board, not bored, on board. B O A R D. Oh my God! It's it's because I'm sick. It's because I'm congested that I'm you know misspelling, mispronouncing shit. We all know that's not true. We all know that it's just typical Mariel behavior to uh, mispronounce things. Uh, I think it's you know uh, trauma from my childhood. I had to take a, a like a not a pronunciation enunciation. I don't know. I had to go after school to my teacher's house when I was younger because I couldn't pronunciate or things correctly in English. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for being a paisat. Again, typical me just mispronouncing things. And I know I just talked about that. I literally talked about that same going after school to my teacher's house. But like I mentioned it. It's fine. It's fine. Sometimes I repeat myself and it's fine y'all love me either way you do love me right you better fucking love me i was about to serve myself some more wine but i'm literally out of oh i mean i have another bottle but i don't want to open it because i'm already one bottle in and y'all know y'all know that wine goes straight to my mm, i don't want to say it this is a rated pg podcast no it's not it's fucking not i curse like a fucking sailor I think my my uh, coworker was listening to my podcast like out loud, and then her husband was like, "Damn, Mariel curses a lot." <laughs> I'm known as the bitch that curses a lot. Honestly, it's an honor. It's a fucking honor. I wouldn't want to be remembered any other way, TBH. But yeah, let's go on to our next clip. So I'm gonna mispronounce it. I used to think Tucson was pronounced Tucson for like years of my life. I used to pronounce the L in salmon. So I'm that I'm that type of girl that mispronounced shit. But I did it with such um, what is it called? I did it so like. I what is the word? Oh my god. Like I said it was so I mispronounced those words with such fucking confidence, dude. And everyone would just look at me and they would be like too scared to correct me. I don't know who was the first person to correct me on my pronunciation of Tucson or where I was pronouncing it Tucson. But like literally I have fa- family in Tucson and no one corrected me. That's so fucking rouge. Uh cousins, my cousins that live in Tucson, why didn't you correct? No, I think one of them did correct me honestly. They were like, "What the fuck are you saying?" And I'm like, "Tucson, Tux- I was like, "Tucson?" And they're like, "That's not how you fucking pronounce it in English." And I was like, "Damn, that's fucking crazy, my dude." And then for the salmon pronunciation, I already talked about this. I was with a dude. He uh, he was like, let's go get breakfast. And I was like, for sure, you're fucking hot as fuck. I'll do whatever you tell me to do. <laughs> Literally, you want dinner for breakfast, bro? I got you. You want me to do... Never mind. That's nasty. Uh... <laughs> and I was like, he's like, let's go get bagels with sal- salmon and, and like whatever, lox. And I'm like, dude, I fucking love salmon. And he's like, salmon? <laughs> and it was even more embarrassing because he was fucking Mexican too. His paisa ass knew how to pronounce sal- salmon. And I didn't know that. And he had to correct me. And I was like, damn. 
that that's embarrassing and then he stopped talking to me just kidding no um it was always casual not that y'all care or why i don't know why i'm sharing that why am i like this but honestly he's the one that got away he's married with children now um i was gonna say his name but then i don't want to but if you're hearing this hi what's up ah just kidding no 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 i am not i don't what is it called i am not um i don't ruin marriages i am not a family what's that name i can't think of it this is so on brand me not remembering the words i am not a home i'm not a home wrecker i am not a home wrecker this fool is married with children well not i think one kid one kid maybe I don't know, dude. I lost track of him. I think he blocked me on Instagram, TBH. When he got, once he got with his baby mama, he's like, bye, bye, cut ass. He's like, bye, ho ass. <laughs> My mom is going to listen to this episode. Why am I like this? Ah, I can't. I literally cannot. But now I know how to pronounce shit. I know how to pronounce Tucson. I know how to pronounce Salmon. I know how to pronounce Concur. Fuck you, everyone who doubted me. I know how to pronounce shit now. Thank you very much. And I feel like I'm going to be mispronouncing this word already because clickbait. And I feel like I'm going to say like clitbait, you know, like clitters, but bear with me. I'm it clickbait. The show is on Netflix. And I was thinking like, oh, maybe I should read like the hypnosis. Like, hip, 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 hip. I was going to say hypnosis, but it's synopsis. Synopsis. Oh, my God. Three shots and we're barely seven minutes in. I'm concerned. I am disappointed. I'm, I'm utterly shocked, but it's okay. It's okay. Bear with me. More of me mispronouncing shit. What do you expect? What do you expect? Me confusing hypnosis for synopsis. Uh, typical Mariel behavior. I don't know what else to tell you. It is what it is. I've just embraced it at this point. Uh, yeah, that's all I have to say on the matter. The only last thing I have to say about season three is... Detective Amari? Yum, dude. <laughs> Bro, Detective Amari was so fucking hot. Like, bro, that man could tell me to jump and I would jump. That man could tell me to do unspeakable things and I would do the unspeakable things. I have a weak spot for very good-looking men. And that is very scary to me. That is very uh, scary to me because, yeah, I could, like, I would willingly put my life on the line for a very attractive man. And I hate that about myself. And I, yeah, it is what it is, you know? <laughs> Shout out to Clickbait and to Detective Amari. You are the real one and you are uh, attractive as fuck, my man. So today I woke up and you know what the first thing I thought of? I thought of dirty dancing, but instead of like, but like uh, uh, with like old school reggaeton. And I made an Instagram story about it and a lot of people were uh, found that funny. <laughs> so I fuck with that. I fuck with that. And my friend as well like write the plot for it. And I'm like, hell yeah. And then my friend was like, mm, I think that's what In the Heights is about. And... <laughs> 
forgive me. Forgive me for copying In the Heights. I haven't watched it. Okay, I still haven't watched In the Heights. Again, I don't fuck with musicals. The only musicals that I fuck with are my homie's Mar- my homie Mario's musicals because he writes musicals. That's the only musicals I fuck with. And Hairspray, even though it's very white. No, Hairspray talks about, like, social issues. Like, I don't know. Besides the point, irrelevant. I don't want to watch a musical. You can't pay me to watch a musical. I'm so sorry. But I'm st- I still stand by my idea of dirty dancing but make it dirty like reggaeton music like some perreo intenso. Everyone knows that perreo intenso can be fucking hot. So imagine, just picture this, just picture this. A girl that you know has been grown up with like white people so they're just like their dads and like very religious like she goes to like christian church camp or whatever and then she goes to this summer camp and then she stumbles upon upon this dance hall and all the people are like perreo intenso dancing to some reggaeton some some classics some daddy yankee some tego calderon some wisin y yandel and then some modern more music some bad bunny some osuna some j balvin you know and everyone is grinding everyone is going hard on their grinding journey and she's like oh my god what is this oh my god the devil the devil has taken over these people but then she embraces it and she's like wow this is fucking amazing there's some drama in between there i don't know i haven't thought about it yet don't tell me that is not a good idea tell me you don't want to see this fucking movie the soundtrack yo the soundtrack would be fucking amazing tell me it isn't tell me it fucking isn't just get me a contract get me a contract now sign away my life yes yes i don't give a fuck if i'm getting paid i'm gonna sign away my life i'm sorry i'm so sorry for that but it's the truth whatever besides the point another idea that i had that i don't think i talked about it in the podcast but i think i shared it on my instagram was uh gone girl but with a laugh track i think god girl gone girl is so funny like i think it could be it could be made into a comedy let me rewrite some parts let me add a laugh track it is a comedy my dudes like this dude like he's in his wife's memorial and then texting his side side chick on the side like talking to his side chick on the side that is fucking comedy and if you tell me no then i you don't have a good sense of humor i'm sorry and it's okay just embrace just embrace it you don't have a good sense of humor not everyone has to have a good sense of humor i do I do because I'm fucking funny and amazing and beautiful, but, you know, maybe you don't. And that's okay. Look, I accept you. But the the important thing is, do you accept yourself? No? Then go work it out. Go to therapy or start your own podcast because I'm working things out right now. (laughs) Comes out and I fucking love Jason Bateman. I adore this man. I would do anything for this mediocre looking white man. I don't know what it is about mediocre-looking white man that just... I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Adam Driver also comes out, and I know he's gotten really popular lately because, uh, you know, Star Wars, Marriage Story, blah, 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 other things. But, oh, my God, another mediocre-looking white man. It's the big nose. It's the big nose for me. A big, strong nose on a man? 
Oof. I, yes. Uh, yes to the a thousand power. Because if you know, you know. And that's that's where I'm going to leave it at. Uh, thank you very much. When I first dropped this episode, my friend Fishy reached out to me and she's like, ha, 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 a big nose. I know what you mean. What do you mean? I, You know what I mean, Cochina. You're a fucking sucia, dude. What do you mean? You know what I mean? I was just talking about how a big nose, a big nose looks very masculine to me. So if like a guy has like a perfect, very petite nose, it's not masculine for me at all. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I have issues. I have issues. I accept but a big nose dude mm, or a crooked nose oh ew what did i moan into the mic <laughs> a big nose just does it for me it's like yes like if i see a man with a big nose i'm like I, he has his shit together if i was ever in trouble he would rescue me like he would beat up a motherfucker like if he needed to you know what i mean but also if you know you know that <laughs> Also, I still love Jason Bateman. I that white man can do no wrong in my eyes, and I hate myself for it. I literally hate myself for it. And Adam Driver is so sexy, so sexy. <sighs> I hate that I'm attracted to white, uh, white, mediocre-looking white men. I do. I hate it, but it's the truth. Like I can't fucking fight it. I'm sorry, fucked up fam. Have I disappointed you? I'm so sorry. I'm so fucking sorry. Thank you, Netflix. And Netflix, if you're into my idea of like uh, dirty dancing uh, with old reggaeton music, with old school reggaeton music, Netflix, this is where the money, the money, the money is at. Latinos in the United States are the highest fucking minority. Like the highest percentage of minority are Latinos. Netflix, appeal to the people that pay for your services. Shit. Now I'm angry. No, but for real, Netflix. As if Netflix is actually fucking listening. They are. They fucking are. They have eyes and ears everywhere. I know you do. Fucking FBI agents. Fucking Netflix. Um, Yeah, Netflix, hit me up. We'll, we'll do a little something. Give me a little percentage of the project. No, you know what? Give me a big percentage. I, just, I came up with the idea... It's mine, uh, public prop, no, private property. No, what the fuck is the word? I don't care. Who, who cares? Netflix, I am still a thousand percent sure that if you listen to small creators, y'all would be getting the big bucks. You think you're getting the big bucks right now? You're missing the fuck out because this brain of mine, this brain of mine that not a lot of people know has billion dollar ideas not even million netflix billion dollar fucking ideas like you can't even begin to comprehend what's going on inside my brain it's fucking chaos it's madness but it is money making madness so if you want to slide into my line real quick slide into those dms cut me a big fucking check as i deserve Hell yeah, I deserve that. I am manifesting that into existence right now at this very moment. Slide in, call me, slide into the DMs, send me a fucking Venmo request so you could get my fucking attention. 
because let's make money together netflix you help me out i help you out uh quid pro quo a little bit like just a tiny bit just a tiny little fucking bit but yeah that's all i have to say on the matter yes thank you also since all those those, i believe it was the last two clips yeah let me just double check uh since yeah I think the last three clips were about uh, season four where I covered Squid Game. I want to talk about this, uh, like, idealization of, like, um, what is it called? I have it in my notes. Uh, Revenge culture. What is up with revenge culture and Koreans? Like, I really want to understand it because I re- I recently watched the movie Old Boy with my friends Terry and Vicky, and it has to do with revenge culture. And I watch other Korean movies, and they all have to do with revenge culture. So I, I'm not in the mindset to go into a deep dive right now about how revenge culture and Korean culture interwine. But I think that is fucking, uh, like, fucking, what's the word? it's not fantasizing that's fucking i can't think of the word of course i can't i'm a podcaster that just loses words all the time i just think that is interesting you know the idea of the revenge culture why is revenge so important or like why is revenge like shown in a lot of korean media why why do y'all idolize it why what is what is revenge what do you get from revenge i'm drunk i'm so sorry if i'm not making sense i'm gonna blame it all and just be i'm just gonna be drunk all the time and whenever i don't make sense i'm gonna just blame it blame it on the uh, 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 alcohol <laughs> uh, my neighbors are probably like what the fuck is wrong with this stupid dumb bitch it's fine. It's fine. But let's go on to our last clips from season five, episode one, where I'm covering the first episode of Midnight Mass. Does Catholicism fuck you up? Well, this show will fuck the shit out of you. Well, no, no, no. This show will not fuck the shit out of you. Don't be fucking nasty. <laughs> you know what I mean? I am so excited to cover this show. Look. The girls that get it, get it, and the girls that don't, don't. And it's fine. If you don't like the show, that's fine. But if you're a Mike Flanagan stan like I am, like if Mike Flanagan throws me to jump off of a fucking cliff, what do you think I'm going to do? I'm going to jump off the cliff and I'm going to thank him for it afterwards. And that's saying a lot, a lot, because Mike Flanagan is a white man. A white, not even good looking white man, but that brain of his yo i still believe a thousand percent that midnight mass will fuck you the fuck up and yes i changed my my way of thinking in a dirty way yeah (laughs) midnight mass is the season where i spent most of the time yelling into my mic i was so angry this past season why was I so angry? Let's unpack that. Was it because we're dealing with issues with Catholicism? I grew up Catholic. It it makes sense that I'm angry about like the 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 I don't know what's the word like 
people being hypocrites regarding religion like oh my yes god blah 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 and then in real life they're fucking assholes fucking idiots like beth keen i fucking hate beth keen i will hate beth keen till the day i die you don't understand how much i fucking hate her and i know i'm slurring my words a little bit but it's fine like what do you expect you wanted me to get fucking drunk yeah i i was so angry this season that's why i chose the white lotus as the sixth season for that show fucked me up because i feel like i needed a breather i needed a de-stressor i needed to laugh a little bit and i feel like it's the perfect show because it's still fucked me up but i feel like the writing is more comical like there's a lot more like light moments in in between all the darkness of the show because this show is fucking dark if we really get to the bottom of it so yeah uh those are all the clips that i have season one to season five a lot of a lot of fun fun stuff so let's move on to the next section of this uh anniversary episode all right i wanted to talk about the guest appearances that i've been part of this year so all of the collabs the first one that the first collab that i ever had was with the podcast hey calexico and that was such a great experience if you haven't listened to this episode or all of the other collabs that i've will be talking about they're on my link tree on all of like the social media so my instagram my twitter you can find all the um episodes that i've been a guest in so go check it out if you haven't already we talked about so many different things and my favorite thing to talk about is about ghosts so when you fucking bet your ass that i spoke about ghosts hell yeah the second collab that i had was with the cinema foods cinema foods you know I love you. Let's collab even more. And actually, they reached out recently and they're like, oh, we want to have the Chatty Fox and uh, you come out as guests. And I was like, dude, that would be fucking amazing. Let's fucking do it. Let's add it to our calendars. It should be so much fun. I, you know, after, before a collab, I get nervous. But during the collab, I remember who the fuck I am and that I have so much input or like so much great things that I bring to an episode. I think it's just like my charisma, who I am, everything. I'm so funny. Like if I'm being humble, I'm really funny and I embrace it. Like I'm funny. I have a quick wit. I know shit. Sometimes, sometimes I know shit. <laughs> I have life experiences that I can bring forth uh, as like a podcast content. So it works out amazingly. So, yeah. And then my third collab was with the Chatty Fox podcast. And it, it was great just talking with Melissa. Look, me and Melissa were roommates, literally. And they were roommates. If you don't get that reference, get the fuck out of here. Just kidding. It's I think it was a Vine. Before, I think it was a Vine before TikTok. Or was it a TikTok? I don't know. I don't know. It might have been a TikTok and not a Vine. But, yeah, we're roommates. So we have a lot of shared memories. And, honestly, living with Melissa was always drama-free. 
And it's really interesting for me to say that because I feel like when you're roommates, you have drama or maybe I'm just traumatized and I don't remember anything from my college years. <laughs> That's a big possibility, fucked up fam. Maybe it's the trauma and I just can't remember anything. But from what I do remember, I just had a really good experience living with Melissa. And we talk about all of that in the podcast where I'm a guest. Uh, and so, yeah. If you haven't listened to any of my guest appearances, the Hey Calexico, the Cinema Foods, and the Chatty Fox podcast, what the fuck are you doing with your life? Get it together. And I also asked in my Instagram if any of my listeners had some questions that they wanted answered uh, during this episode, so the anniversary episode. And from Melissa, I got, which has been your favorite season you've done so far and why, Melissa? I think it's a tie between Mayor of Easttown, who I think does not get the recognition that it deserves. Mayor of Easttown was a great fucking season. Yes, it might have been early on in my podcasting journey, but I feel like I had grown a lot from my first season. I was well equipped. I made it fun. I made it interesting. And just Mayor of Easttown is such a good fucking show. Again, again, I know I already talked about it earlier this episode. Go watch Mayor of Easttown. You won't regret it. It is amazing. It will hold you by the fucking balls. Fucked up, fam. You will be shocked. You will be um excited. You will be surprised. Like, you will cry your eyes out. I cried my eyes out. Again, if it does not leave you in a fight or flight mode, do you even should you even watch it? No, of course not. But this show leaves you in a fucking fight or fight mode. I also really liked Midnight Mass. I think it was just my anger. I Not that I enjoy being angry, but I feel like if everyone has a common thing to be angry at, and I feel like everyone was angry during Midnight Mass, as we should have been. There was so many things to be angry about. And I think the topic of religion, like if I'm really starting to really unpack it, is a sensitive one for me. Probably because I grew up Catholic, probably because I have my own issues with the church and what it stands for. But, you know, at the end of the day, I don't know where I'm where I stand. I don't know if I'm religious or not, because it's just like what I grew up with. Like, maybe I'll I'll pray a little bit because I don't know if it's because I believe in a higher power or it's because just what I've been programmed to believe in or what I've been programmed to do when I'm like anxious or I'm going through it. Like, if I haven't heard from someone in a long time, I've prayed for them, hoping that they're okay. Do you see what I'm getting on? I'm just like, I'm trying to make sure that I'm doing my part and hoping that someone is okay. And I don't know if it will bring any action towards it, like them being okay. But it's just what I know to do when someone is not responding to me. I don't know if that makes sense. I feel like I sound really, really drunk. My shoulders hurt. I don't Oh, my neck cracked right now. Holy fucking shit. But yeah, right now, Mayor of Easttown and Midnight Mass are my favorite uh, shows, even though even though I started with Midnight Mass and I I mean, I mean, Haunting of Hill House and I fucking love haunting of hill house like y'all don't know how much i love that show like it has has such it has such 
a soft spot in my heart and it's again the family relationship between everyone but since it was the first show that I started my podcast with I feel like I didn't give it enough justice even though when I went back and listened to it I sounded so professional so I don't know if I did give it justice some people said that I did but deep down inside I feel like I didn't I just love the haunting of Hill House so fucking much y'all don't get how much I love this show oh that's why I feel like the haunting of Hill House like introduced me to my love of Mike Flanagan so yeah shout out to Mike Flanagan again uh the second question from Melissa was would you want to start doing videos too like record yourself podcasting and then post it on YouTube and that is absolutely no no hell no that is too much responsibility i have to look presentable now like right now i'm recording this looking busted as fuck no makeup i'm sweating i'm drunk so you know i'm making ugly ass facial expressions like y'all could just listen to me y'all can just listen to me and use your fucking imagination to picture how i'm looking right now because it's not cute it is not cute and i'm a narcissist i want to look cute i want people to see me and be like damn that bitch is fucking fine that bitch is fucking fine and funny and beautiful and damn she's got a bomb ass pee i don't know why i said that i'm so sorry but yeah yeah it's it's the truth i that's what i want people to remember me by she's beautiful she's funny and she's got a bomb ass pee and don't ask me what p stands for if you know you know and if you don't that's fine the second question that i got was from fern shout out to fern Fern, you know I love you. And you know why I love you? Because of that one video that you and Carla sent me when I was going through it. Like, literally, I was at the lowest, the lowest of the low, the lowest point of my fucking life. And then Fern and Carla sent me a video to remind me who the fuck I was. And I, again, I am Mariel fucking Vizcarra. Who the fuck are you? Hell yeah. Thank you, friend, for reminding me that I'm a bad bitch and I I deserve all the love in the world because I do. I do, and I'm not settling for less. Besides the point, do you, this is Fern's question. Do you have any more collabs coming up? Not that I know of, but if you want to collab with me, slide into my DMs. Look, I am happy to collab with anyone. You're an up-and-coming podcaster. You have two followers. I don't care. Let's collab. If those two followers are going to like me and start listening to my podcast that's a win on my book tbh so let's collab again uh cinema fools if you want to collab again chatty fox that i told you i want to talk about sex let's talk about sex uh ecalexico ecalexico you know a year later what's up let's talk about it let's talk about how much i've grown as a podcaster how i feel more comfortable in front of a mic you know what it is and then the last question is from the cinema fools how has your recording process improved since your first episode and i think i mentioned this earlier on the first episode that i recorded had really short segments so literally seconds so maybe 30 seconds 15 seconds and then i would stop and then hit record again right now i'm i've been recording this section for almost 10 minutes and i know that my biggest one so in anchor which is the system that i use to record you can only record 30 minutes straight and then at 30 minute mark it cuts you off i can record it as like 30 minutes just speaking just talking into the mic so that is something that i have improved on i can talk out of my ass and yes it might not always make sense yes i might mispronounce shit but i can talk out of my ass and i could make it a 
big old big time like a good fucking time big time no good old time yes so yeah that are my, those are my questions and then uh let's move on to uh lessons i learned this year so one of the lessons that i learned is that it takes a while to build a following patience is fucking key like i've been doing this for a year and i have a steady 24 listeners at one point i had like eight and i was like damn eight people are only listening why am i doing this but then i remembered i really like podcasting like i enjoy it and even if no one listened to me i would probably keep on doing it because i like talking to into a mic it helps me it helps me articulate things better it helps me cope with shit it just helps me understand who I am and I am I cherish that I cherish the moment where I can talk into a mic so yes patience is fucking key and then the listeners or the fans will come along the way another thing that I learned having a podcast is a lot of work a lot of work look I am the podcast host i am the podcast editor i am the marketing specialist like i'm the social media specialist i do all of my graphics it's a lot of work yo a lot a lot of work doing this after hours after i have a full-time job after i have other hobbies like i'm a writer i'm a podcaster i have a full-time job i have a life like sometimes i just want to go out and let loose you know i it's a lot of work but it is really rewarding i also learned that i need better time management skills this past year i've been focusing solely on the podcast but there are other things that i enjoy doing such as writing i enjoy writing so fucking much but i just haven't had the time to do it and i enjoy reading a lot also but i just haven't had the time to do it i am exhausted and i think it's because i have to work full time i have their uh, their hobbies i want to have a good work-life balance and i feel like having a podcast falls under the work section of the work-life balance so you know i just need to manage my time better so that i could have the time to do the other things that i'm passionate about passionate about such as writing the last thing that i learned from all of this year is i curse a lot a lot i am a sailor but at the end of the day i embrace it i'm not fighting it at this point look i'm 26 years old i'm not gonna stop cursing anytime soon it's part of me it's who i am you like it it's fine you don't like it that's fine too let's move on and last things before we go and we end this episode i wanted to talk about the phrases that i've incorporated into my episodes starting with bare minimum baddie look if i could get paid for being the bare minimum and be a baddie at the same time i'm a bare minimum baddie hell yeah embrace it i actually want to make shirts with all of these phrases but i don't <laughs> i don't have the energy to create these shirts so if you're into creating graphics for t-shirts hit me up um and and help me make these like i don't know if i give you a percentage i probably can just help me help me i'm poor <laughs> the low maintenance mommy hell yeah i'm a low maintenance mommy my coworker was telling me how her friend gifted his girlfriend an eight thousand dollar necklace or jewelry and i'm like eight thousand are you i was like shocked i was shook to my very fucking core i'm like five eight thousand dollars like bro honestly 
I would be happy with a $50 gift, like even less. Like I don't care about like monetary um, worth when it comes to gifts. I don't care about that. I'm a low maintenance mommy. I don't do my nails. I don't do my lashes. I don't do any of that shit. I don't care about all this shit. Yes, when I go out, I go all out and I'm gonna look fine as fuck, but it's because I'm a narcissist, but anything else i don't care about like gifts and stuff like that i'm very independent so if you're like me you're a low maintenance mommy so let's embrace it let's get a t-shirt going and let's wear that out another thing is aldi auntie i fucking love aldi i love the store aldi so fucking much like you don't understand the wine that i drank is highway five and i got it at aldi's I love it. It's like Trader Joe's, but better. And I don't shop at Trader Joe's, so maybe that's a lie. Maybe Trader Joe's is better than Aldi, but I just love Aldi so much. It's it's a small store, so you don't have to get, like, overwhelmed by it being so big. And then they have so many good products. If you're not an Aldi stan, uh, go become an Aldi stan. Stan, not stan. Take a shot uh so rude and so nasty it's so funny because my coworker joanne started incorporating that into her in her to her vocabulary so she'd be like oh my god that's so rude and so nasty and her friends are like what like where did you get that from and she's like oh from mariel's podcast <laughs> i fucking love that joe joe i love you and i would die for you honestly tbh and then the last one and the most important one be gentle be kind and don't be an asshole unless you absolutely have to be. I stand by that. I stand by that because, yes, some people choose to be assholes every day of their single life, of their life, not their single life. I choose to be a good person every day of my life, except some, when someone comes for me. If someone comes for me, you bet your ass i'ma go after them don't come for me fucked up them yes i'm letting you know i'm giving you a disclaimer right now do not come for me because i will come right back at you a thousand times harder and i think the last one and let me know if i missed any phrases i feel like i always talk about how i'm a simple simple gal with simple simple pleasures but i i don't think I would consider that under the phrases and sayings that I use, but let me know if I have any other phrases and sayings that I miss. But uh, we have gotten to the end of our episode. Hell yeah, dude. I can't believe I did this drunk, like literally a bottle of, of wine in. We've gotten to the end of our episode. Thank you so much for listening. You already know the drill. Follow the podcast on social media, on Instagram, where that show F me up. F is spelled E-F-F-E-D. On Twitter, where that show fucked me up. Uh, that is spelled D-A-T. Fucked is spelled with letter U, so F-C-K-E-D. Give the podcast a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. It helps with visibility. And the more reviews you give, no, that doesn't make sense. If you give a review, it will help other people find the podcast. And, yeah, that would be so fucking cool, I guess. I guess. I guess. <laughs> but, yeah, we've gotten to the end of our episode. So you already know the drill. Be gentle. Be kind. And don't be an asshole unless you absolutely have to be.
Goodbye.